This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Hello there and welcome to Tech Guide episode 369. Great to have your company once again. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Plantronics, whose technology has made it to the moon and back, release a new range of earphones. Microsoft has unveiled the new Surface products, including dual-screen devices, and Apple has launched its Apple News Plus subscription service. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Alcatel 3T10 station, which includes a tablet and a speaker. GoPro has launched new Hero 8 black camera, and you may be sitting on a gold mine with your old smartphones. And we'll wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, we've all heard of Plantronics. It's a very popular audio brand that has some pretty deep roots, though, and solid heritage in the audio space. And they've just come up with a new range of earphones and headphones that I'm about to go through. Uh, It's a a semi-review. I'm going to go. I've used all the products, and we're going to talk about them. But Plantronics has a very interesting legacy, and it was actually celebrated again this year. It's 50 years since man landed on the moon, and... Not many other companies can say that they were there. Plantronics is one of those companies. The headset worn by the astronauts, including Neil Armstrong, was a Plantronics headset. In fact, these famous words... That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Those famous words, which we did celebrate, 50th anniversary, were spoken through a Plantronics headset. That headset, by the way, I did have a, I caught up with the guys from Plantronics recently, and they tell me that that original headset, which he uh, said those immortal lines, is now in their Amsterdam office for some reason. Uh, even though the head office of Plantronics is in California, that actual headset is now on display in Amsterdam. So fast forward 50 years later, and Plantronics has applied its latest technology, which has been in development all this time, 50 years worth of development. They've poured all of that new tech and new, new, new knowledge into their range of earphones and headphones. And we're going to go through them right now. Plantronics has has always been one of these brands that uh, offered a range of products, including noise-cancelling headphones, uh, regular headphones, and earphones as well. Especially, they were one of the first companies also to recognise the need for a a pair of headphones and earphones, earphones in particular, that you could wear in the gym. Uh, their Backbeat Fit range were one of the first on the market that specialised uh, for that very user to to sweat it out but still being able to listen to your music in comfort uh, in the gym or while you're running or training. There is a new, two new actually, back, Backbeat Fit 
earphones in the range. But let's start off with the Backbeat Pro 5100. These are their wire-free earphones and have to be actually among the smallest earbuds of their kind. I've, uh, I tried these out. They are tiny. Uh, the problem with a lot of these wire-free earbuds is that they some of them are often big and bulky. Some of them are hard to, to sit in your ear. That is not the case with the Backbeat Pro 5100. These are tiny. They've also got silicon tips, which are there's several sets that you can adjust for yourself. Uh, and they also, too, what helps them sit inside your ear is this grippy rubber material at the back of the of the earplug, of the earbud. And uh, the, this makes it so that it actually can grips in your ear a little easier without actually having to jam the earbud right into your into your ear canal, which is uh, often uncomfortable. Not not the case, though, with the, the Backbeat Pro 5100s. They are small, yet they still manage to fit in these powerful 5.8mm drivers. And the resulting sound is really impressive, really crisp, decent bass as well, call quality as well. There are noise-cancelling microphones aboard here. Uh, and there's also uh, WinSmart technology that helps reduce the sound of that ambient noise and the, the sound of wind rushing by, uh, and the result is clear calls as well. And, of course, your music uh, sounds brilliant as well. There's uh, the onboard battery, 6.5 hours on a single charge, and the small charging case offers an extra 13 hours of charge. And and it is it is a really small case, really easy to put in your pocket, unlike some others that we've seen that are huge, that are just too big to fit in your pocket. Uh, they're, they're probably, I reckon, just slightly larger than the AirPods case, uh, but way smaller than others that we've seen, the Bose case, the, the Powerbeats Pro case, uh, and the, the Sony XM1000s as well. They're, they're, they've got larger charging cases that not quite uh, a, a good fit in your pocket, but not the case with the Plantronics 50 Pro 5100, the Backbeat Pro 5100, $299. Now, moving on to, as we mentioned, the Backbeat Fit earphones. Now, these are also wire-free difference here is that they have these over-ear hooks, these new flexible loops, which not only are comfortable to wear, but also give you that extra stability. So don't forget, these are meant for running, walking, gym work, so they're not going to go anywhere. Uh, and there are two types this, this time around as well. There's the Backbeat Fit 3200 uh, and the Backbeat Fit 3150. The main difference between the two is the actual ear tip. There's some customers who prefer the silicon ear tip to create a bit of a seal around the, around their ear, uh, around their ear canal, and that will allow you then to be totally absorbed into what you're listening to. Now, you remember, this is a fitness product, so that feature doesn't necessarily uh, translate well if you want to run or walk on a busy street. There is a feature, though, called awareness mode that's built in. So if you're walking or jogging in the streets, you are able to activate that mode so you can hear traffic and things around you, which is, is great for safety. But the Backbeat Fit 3150, they, they're for the customer who want a different type of earbud, the earpiece itself. Uh, the tip has a more open uh, structure, and they, they call that the always aware ear tip, which is designed to let in that extra ambient sound. So you can listen to all your content, 
uh, as, as, you, as you want, but also then be able to hear your surroundings uh, for, safe, for safer training. If you're out and about, it's a, a really good idea to be able to hear cars and traffic and all these other things that are going on around you so that, uh, that you stay safe. They are both priced at $249 as well. The Backbeat Fit 3200 and the Backbeat Fit 3150, both 249 bucks. Now, lastly, the Backbeat Fit 6100. Now, not everyone wants to wear earphones. Uh, there's some people who like to wear headphones in the gym uh, or if they're on a walk or whatever they're happy to be doing. Problem is, though, that headphones aren't usually designed for that kind of use. They're, they're not designed for use in the gym. So Plantronic spotted a bit of a gap in the market there, and they created the Backbit Feet, Backbeat Fit, I should say, 6100. These are $299 headphones, and they are for those who prefer the over-the-ear, over-the-head solution, so headphones, that are engineered for athletes for use in the gym, which means it's sweat-proof an IPX5 rated waterproof. The others, by the way, the other Backbeat Fits are also IPX5 waterproof rated as well, so they can handle water and sweat. Uh, But these headphones also, the Backbeat Fit 6100s, are also IPX5 rated so that they are waterproof. Now, the Sport Fit headband can be adjusted, of course, to give you stable and secure fit. There's even an uh, an additional cable that you can actually make the headphone fit a little tighter on your head as well. That clips in and out of place whenever you need to use it. Uh, There are images on Tech Guide for you to see what I'm talking about here, but the bottom line is it can... It can give you extra grip so that the headphones don't fall off. There's also a hexagonal pattern on the headband that also provides that added grip there as well. Now, the headband is connected to the ear cups with this wire frame, so it gives it plenty of flexibility, but it also also provides plenty of airflow as well around the ear cups as well. So don't forget, you could be using this, you might be sweating it out in the gym or whatever you happen to be doing, and that added area there, that open area above each ear cup uh, does help with that airflow and just to keep you cool as well. Now, there is also awareness mode built in, as there are on the earphones as well. Uh, the the built-in battery, though, that, that's one of the big features here. 24 hours of use on a single charge. That's a, that's a lot of sessions. That's a whole week's worth of gym sessions on a single charge. The Backbeat Fit 6100s, they are $299. So all of these products that we've spoken about, not one product over $300. So not only are Plantronics offering you decent quality here, but also decent value as well. If you want to see those for yourself, check out our story at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Now, Microsoft have been hard at work developing a new range of Surface products, which were unveiled for the first time last week in New York. There are several new Surface products heading our way. We'll be on the market, actually, within the next month. But it is the products that aren't going to be around for another year that really caught our attention. And these are dual-screen devices, the Surface Neo and the Surface Duo. We'll talk about them in a moment, but let's get to the products that we are going to see first, which includes the Surface Laptop 3, the Surface Pro 7, 
and the Surface Pro X. Now, these are a continuation of the successful Microsoft hardware that has been very popular with customers. The Surface Laptop 3, so version 3 of the laptop, is now going to be available in two sizes, 13.5 inches and 15 inches, and they will be powered by the Intel 10th generation Intel Core processor. It'll come in new colors as well, including sandstone and cobalt, and they all have this sleek, machined, aluminium, all-metal finish. Very nice-looking laptops. They're also going to have both USB-A and USB-C ports and will support fast charging, so you can charge the battery to 80% in just an hour. That's really impressive. Pricing for that starts at $1,699 for the 30.5-inch and $1,990 for the 15-inch. So keep an eye out for that. They're going to be available later this month. Surface Pro 7 now also has the new 10th generation Intel Core processor. Looks pretty similar to what we've already got, but it does now have also the USB-A and USB-C ports on board, as well as that awesome all-day battery. Available for pre-order right now. Goes on sale October 22nd. Prices start at 1249 bucks. We're pretty sure that the smart keyboard is still sold separately. That's always been the case with the Surface Pro. You don't get a keyboard. Uh, you're still going to have to pony up, as, as far as we know, for the Surface Pro, through, for Surface Pro 7, as well as the keyboard as well. But moving on from that, the Surface Pro X is the newest and one of the most exciting in the range, we think. Now, this has taken the powerful Surface device to another level. The Surface Pro is just 5.3 millimetres thick. That is really, really thin. It also has bezels that are 33% thinner than the regular Surface. So you're getting the a 13-inch edge-to-edge touchscreen, but built into the chassis of a 12-inch device. So more screen if that fits in a smaller space. Uh, the, what, what you're also getting to is a the Sign- Surface Pro X signature keyboard, uh, and with that keyboard has room for pen docking and charging. So the pen that works with all the Surface products, you can now not only store it, but also charge it at the same time with the, the signature keyboard that comes with the Surface Pro X as well. It's going to be available for pre-order now, but doesn't go on sale until November 19. Prices start at $1,699. Also announced too, we should mention the Surface Earbuds. These are wire-free earphones that actually look quite large when they're sitting in your ear. reason for that is that they need a large surface for the the touch and gesture controls on the outside. They look like uh, you're wearing 20-cent pieces in your ear. Check out the pictures on Tech Guide if you don't believe us. But let's get back to those dual screen products, the Surface Neo and the Surface Duo. Let's start with the Neo. Now, this is a dual screen, what Microsoft is calling a productivity device. So it's got the 360-degree hinge that connects two 9-inch screens, uh, and then when you fully open it, it's the equivalent size of a 13-inch display. So Microsoft's approach here is really interesting. Rather than going to the trouble of developing an actual foldable screen like Samsung has with the Galaxy Fold and Huawei has with the Mate X, Microsoft has decided to keep the screen separate with a hinge. So 
they can create the hardware and have those dual screens and there's less time needed to develop a hinge that can also look after a foldable screen as well. Uh, th- this is a pretty sensible approach in our opinion and what, what it does, it gives you that added, added screen real estate when you need it. So you can fold the screen back and just have one screen as a tablet, open it up, have two screen, two touch screens uh, at your disposal. There is also other accessories like a removable keyboard, which when placed on the screen provides a tactile typing experience. So you can actually fold it and sit it in the same way you would a laptop and and then type away right there. And there's even room above the keyboard for a, a little work, a little dock. So like, like, a, like the touch bar on a MacBook Pro, but a lot bigger uh, above that keyboard. So pretty, pretty interesting uh, development here. Another thing to note as well is that it does require, these devices will run the Windows 10X operating system, and this is designed to power dual screen devices, purpose-built for these type of products. Uh, now, we're not going to see these till the probably another year, probably Christmas 2020. So they're talking fall 2020, which is in a year from now. So the reason for this is to give customers a a taste of what's to come, but also to give other partners, other companies, the opportunity to build devices that will run Windows 10X as well. Now, Surface Duo is the second dual-screen product, and this is a smaller product designed to fit in your pocket. It has two really thin 5.6-inch screens, which, when unfolded flat, offers an 8.3-inch display area. Now, what's interesting about this product is it's also a phone. So it's not only going to combine Android, but it's also going to be running a flavor of Windows 10X as well. So you're getting a phone device, a mobile device, and a computer in one thanks to that combination. So you'll be able to download both uh, your Android apps and Windows apps on the one product. Really looking forward to seeing this one. Uh, and similar, like it, like its larger cousin, the Surface Neo, no folding screens at all. It's a dual screen device, keeping that hinge in the middle, which when folded flat, you can hardly see the seam between the screens. Uh, Microsoft, really exciting announcements right there. We are going to have to wait, though, uh, quite a bit for the Surface Neo and Surface Duo, but those other Surface products that we mentioned are going to be available within the next six weeks. So exciting stuff there. We're looking forward to getting the new Surface products in our hands for a review. But in the meantime, if you want to check them out for yourself, you know where to go, techguide.com.au. Now, Apple has just kicked off their new Apple News Plus subscription services, which gives users access to newspapers and magazines. Now, with this experience, for $14.99 per month, this will give users the ability to read all the major newspapers here in Australia, like the Telegraph, Herald Sun, Courier Mail, and the Advertiser, obviously all the news limited papers, there must be a deal done there with Apple but also gives you the opportunity to read full issues of some of the biggest magazines available as well. We're talking Vogue, Australian Women's Weekly, Harper's Bazaar, GQ, Australian Men's Health, Australian Geographic. And you also get access to international newspapers and magazines as well. 
like the Wall Street Journal, the LA Times, the Times of London, the Sunday Times in London, uh, as well as other magazines like Rolling Stone, Hello, Grazia, and National Geographic, the US edition of National Geographic as well. And, of course, you can experience these titles on an Apple device. You need an iPhone, an iPad, or a Mac. And the whole experience, as Apple naturally would do, they've created this really attractive reading experience, which uh, gives the, uh, lets you appreciate the layouts of the magazines, for example. Some of the magazines also have animated covers so that you can really soak in the whole experience. So it gives you that reading experience. But while it's a digital reading experience, it does add that extra layer uh, of interactivity as well. $14.99 a month. Now, this operates, it's it's what I'm describing as like the Apple Music of the newspaper and magazine world. So just like on Apple Music, it's a an all-you-can-eat service which lets you pick and choose whatever you want to listen to and, and, and whatever album, whatever song, anything you want. Here, it's a similar approach where you get the choice of all these magazines, and, and there are plenty there. You can see the selection. Uh, as well as the newspapers. Uh, so rather than you subscribing to one particular newspaper or one particular magazine, which would cost a few dollars a month anyway, for $14.99 a month, you get a chance to read all of them. So it's, it's very much like the Apple Music and also the Spotify model of listening to music. That's a big push for Apple right now, their services segment, which does include Apple Music, Apple News Plus, and the soon-to-be-launched Apple TV Plus service, their video streaming service as well, which is uh, going to be launched within less than a month, November the, the 1st. We're going to see Apple Apple uh, TV Plus uh, available to us here as well. So it's uh, an interesting play. If you are into your magazines and newspapers, then it's a, it's not a bad deal if you want to have that, that access. $14.99 a month, That's that's what's that, less than – Four dollars, less than four dollars a week, and you're getting all of these subscriptions in one place for you to read to your heart's content. No matter what sort of what sort of interest you have, whether you're a car fan, a gossip fan, entertainment, whatever whatever you like to do, to read about, then there are plenty of choices here. If you want to take a deeper dive into Apple News Plus, you can check it out at TechGuide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. That's the company that can protect you and your family online. We live in a world where hackers are constantly finding new ways to steal your personal information. And because we spend so much time online, it's quite possible we could find ourselves right in a cyber criminal sites. Now, the Norton team is dedicated to keeping people like you safe online and your family safe online, no matter how you connect. So whether you're paying bills on your phone, shopping on your tablet or banking on your laptop, Norton Security Premium is working hard behind the scenes to help keep your information, your identity and your devices protected. For more information on how to protect your digital life, visit au.norton.com. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. First up in our reviews, we're talking about the Alcatel 310T audio station. Now, here's a product that is two-in-one. It's two products for the one low price. Now, Alcatel uh, has always been a brand that offers that tremendous value, whether it's their phones or their tablets, whatever they're offering 
they have proven that you don't need to spend massive money to get a decent quality product. And they've demonstrated that once again with the 3T10 audio. Now, it's comprised of a 10-inch tablet and a Bluetooth speaker. And these sit together and form this audio entertainment station. So you've got a 10-inch tablet. Let's start with that. It's a high-definition tablet. Uh, that has uh, a decent decent screen. It's running Android 9.0, so it's an IPS screen, which stands for in-plane switching, uh, which basically means it's got a really good viewing angle. IPS is uh, what that is for short. It's got an 800 by 1200 resolution, which is high-definition quality, HD quality, weighs 455 grams, powered by a quad-core processor, and it also has a 4,080 milliamp-hour battery on board that can run for up to eight hours. Also has three microphones, so you can easily be heard when talking to Google Assistant. Yes, it's got Google Assistant on board, and we'll explain how it can be used as a smart speaker as well has 2 gig of RAM, 16 gig of internal storage. But get this, it has a micro SD card slot and you can put a Telstra SIM card in it so you can connect to Telstra 4G network anywhere. The uh, Moving on to the speaker, it's a, it's a cylindrical speaker that has two 5-watt drivers on board. Uh, and this has, as well as... Uh, as well as the drivers and the ability to deliver decent audio quality, it also has these this little docking, this little fold away dock, and a little kickstand at the back as well. So when when it's all folded away, it looks like a regular cylindrical Bluetooth speaker. But there, there's this nice dock that unfolds. It's got little pogo pins on top. That that's actually where the tablet sits inside. So it sits in that little dock, charges the tablet at the same time. Uh, but also connects to the tablet so that it turns the speakers into the audio output for whatever you're watching on the tablet. So imagine watching a movie on the 10-inch screen and the Bluetooth speakers blaring out the audio. It does lift the audio game, the whole experience, up to a new level. Rather than relying on the speakers in the tablet, which you can when it's on its own, when they're docked, when the tablet is docked to the speaker the speaker takes over as your audio output. Now, at the back of the speaker is a the port to keep the, keep the device charged, is a, a micro USB port, but out folds a little kickstand so that this thing stays upright once the tablet is docked on top of the, of the speaker. So when it's... And you got, you, there are pictures on Tech Guide for you to understand what I'm saying. So... Basically, when you look at it when it's docked, there's this cylindrical speaker on the bottom and this 10-inch tablet sitting on top. So really, on their own, each product is, is, is in very impressive. Like the Bluetooth speaker, you can cart that off to the beach or wherever you want, and that pairs to your mobile, your tablet, whatever you happen to have with you, and that produces really cool audio quality as well. Same deal with the tablet. Take that away, watch whatever you want, use the apps and whatever you can do on Android. That's up to you as well, whether you want to be productive and create documents and whatever you need to do, edit things, store your photos. It's got a camera on the back as well. Take photos with it as well. So both pretty impressive on their own, but bring them together and the Alcatel 3T10 audio station really does offer a really nice entertainment experience. Now, how much would you expect to pay 
for this kind of product. Now, remember what I said earlier about Alcatel offering this tremendous value. Now, if I told you that the tablet is worth $342, that's a 10-inch tablet, decent quality, not many people would bat an eyelid. They'd say, that's decent quality, that's a decent price to pay for a 10-inch Android tablet. Well, what if I was to tell you that that was the price for not only the tablet, but the speaker as well. That's the price for everything, ladies and gentlemen. You get the Bluetooth speaker and the 10-inch tablet, both of them in the one package, for 342 bucks. So not only are you getting a great entertainment experience, you're also getting great value at the same time. 342 bucks, 10-inch tablet, and a Bluetooth speaker. Now, we haven't seen value like that for quite some time. Alcatel's done it again. Definitely worth a listen. Definitely worth a look. It does uh, tick all the boxes as far as we're concerned. You can read our complete review to check out all the pictures uh, of of the devices, uh, both separately and together, uh, to give you a real appreciation of what you're getting for that amazing low price. If you want to read that complete review, head over to techguide.com.au. Well, GoPro have again released a brand new version of the Hero camera. It's the Hero 8 Black this time around. They've also released a new 3D, uh, 3D, 360-degree camera, which is the GoPro Max. We'll chat about that briefly later on. But the GoPro Hero Black, you, you, I, was, I was thinking, what can you do to this camera in less than a year? Like, it was only 12 months ago we saw the Hero 7 Black, and uh, so what could you do in, in less than 12 months? And the answer is, you can actually do plenty. Uh, what they've done here is they've given the camera itself a bit of a redesign. So when, when you compare the 7 with the new Hero 8 Black, you'll notice that the lens sticks out of the body a lot less than on the 7. So the snout of the camera is a lot shorter. So it's it's barely a bump on the 8, whereas on the 7, it's actually quite prominent. There's a picture on my story on Tech Guide where you can see the difference, and it is quite... It is, it is quite uh, noticeable. Uh, now, in terms of the body and the size, the 8 has a slightly bulkier body to it for a couple of reasons. Um, a, that there's a, it's got to fit the battery in there as well. But the other reason is because the GoPro now has built-in fingers. Now, these are the fingers that are used to connect it to other mounts. So... The if you had a tripod or whatever mount you happen to have, you know how you got to you got to put the the interweaving little parts of plastic together and then put the screw through it. Now with the old with the Hero Seven, you needed a frame to provide those fingers to put it on a mount. In the in this instance, no frame required. The fingers actually fold up into the body of the GoPro itself. So when they're not in use fold them away. If you need to mount it or put it on a tripod, then they fold down and Bob's your uncle. Now, the biggest change here, uh, feature-wise, is the, the improved stabilization, which is, is, uh, is noticeably different. Uh, they've also got a new time-lapse feature too, which not only gives you more control of how you do your time-lapses, but also how you edit and share them as well. So that, that's remarkable as well. They've also simplified things in terms of being able to find the appropriate presets 
for your videos and your photos. So it does make it easy for you to choose your standard wide, ultra wide. Like like on a smartphone, they've kind of made the menu system more smartphone-like to give users an appreciation of the different different modes at their disposal. There's other presets include standard, activity, cinematic, and slow-mo. So not only are you given an idea on the wide, ultra-wide, and telephoto, but you're also given all these presets as well. So GoPro is trying to make this camera appeal to a wider range of customers. So you don't you don't need to be a surfer or a snowboarder or a, a mountain biker to appreciate the GoPro. It can be used as your day-to-day camera to capture photos and videos. So that hence the reason why they've updated that operating system, that, that menu system, just to make it, uh, it let that little bit more simpler and accessible to all customers rather than just the adventure customers, the adventure photographers as well. Another thing that's helped down this path too is the addition of their new mods that they're going to release, these add-ons for the camera. There's three add-ons they've got. They've got the media mod, which offers a shotgun mic and two uh, two cold shoes as well. So you can you'll be able to fit... Uh, to the cold shoe mounts, there's one on top, one on the side. Shotgun mic, there's also a 3.5 mic port, 3.5 millimeter mic port as well. So right away, this is going to appeal to people who want to use this maybe as a vlogging camera. What helps with that as well is the addition of another mod called the display mod. Now this is actually a fold-up screen, so you can actually see yourself in action or see whatever you're filming, so you can frame up your shots. And then when you're done... You can fold it down. That fits in one of the cold shoe mounts, as does the other mod, which is the light mod. And this gives you a light, so you can brighten up to 200 lumens brightness to improve your lighting. And it, too, attaches directly to the cold shoe mount on the media mod. So you could have maybe the light on the side and the display on on the top. Suddenly, you've got this amazing vlogging camera where you can shoot yourself, shoot other things, whatever you want to photograph. Uh, all in one. Now the mods won't be available till later this year. The media mod is one hundred and thirty nine ninety five. Light mod is eighty four ninety five. The display mod is one hundred and thirty nine ninety five. Uh, and the actual price of the GoPro itself is five hundred and ninety nine dollars ninety five. It's going to be available on October fifteen. Now, what other? Well, the other camera that GoPro has announced too is the GoPro Max. Now, this takes the GoPro Fusion a step further. Remember that really big 360-degree camera? I think it was 999 bucks, and it was it was by GoPro's own admission, it was a good camera, but not a great camera. So, what they've done here with the GoPro Hero Max is reduced it in size, really improved the quality, uh, and also allowed users to be able to use it as both a 360-degree camera, but also as a regular GoPro camera as well. There's actually a screen on board as well now, so similar size screen to what you get on the GoPro Hero 8 Black. So you could use it as your normal GoPro, but then when you want to shoot 360, you switch it into 360 mode, and you get all that as well. You also get all the same time warp effects and the the other stabilization qualities as well. There's also improved microphones on board, as was, as is on the GoPro Hero 8 as well. The mic has really improved, so it, the, the audio pickup has, is uh, vastly improved over last year's model. Same deal with the GoPro Hero Max. Can record video from whatever direction you happen to be facing. 
So there's microphones on either side, so it's got you covered, as do the lenses. Uh, the lenses have, they're the widest lenses ever used on a GoPro, so they can create this amazing 360-degree video. can also be used to take incredible 360-degree photos and some remarkable panorama shots as well. There are actually six microphones aboard the 360-degree uh, uh, camera as well, the, uh, the Max you can really capture not only 360-degree video, but 360-degree audio as well. The GoPro Hero Max is going to be $799.95. It's going to be released on October the 24th. The mods will be available for pre-order, and they'll go on sale in December. So keep an eye out for that. If you want to check it out, though, we've uh, done a little bit of a rundown on the cameras, included some footage. If you want to see them for yourself, you can check them out at techguide.com.au. All right. You need to admit something now. Do you have an old phone sitting in your drawer at home or maybe more than one? There are a lot of people that have these old second-hand devices, and by old, I mean like it could be a couple of years old, two, three years old, that are just sitting around uh, gathering dust, and they could be worth a fair bit of money, though. There was, there was a, a study released by eBay that said that just in so far in 2019 alone, there have been 69,269 pre-loved mobile phones sold on eBay. And their value, they're, they're saying that the amount of phones sitting around laying unused in Australian homes could be worth collectively more than $8 billion. Now, I know a lot of people complain, oh, the new, uh, the new phones, the new iPhone is so expensive, the new Samsung phones are expensive and there's all these people who are holding off buying these new devices because they're just too expensive. They can't afford them right now. But how's this for an idea? Your existing phone right now, or maybe an old phone you have in the drawer, you may have, you may have a couple of old phones in the drawer, could help you pay for that new device. Now, we're talking where there, we live in a world now where trade-ins are, are a reality. You could potentially walk into a store with your old phone. They'll give you 100 bucks for it or take a certain amount of money off the new device. That trade-in will work to a degree. But you won't get anywhere near the amount of money you would get if you sold it yourself. It's like your car. If you, if you sold your car privately, you'll get a lot more than if you added it as a trade-in on the purchase of a new car. Same deal with your smartphone. In fact, the eBay is saying that the value of your smartphone could be $250 more than if you were to trade in the device. So $250 more if you sell it rather than trading it in. So there's, there's some more food for thought right there. Now, in terms of who are selling their phones, Victorians topped the list. They sold in, in, the first, in this period of 2019 alone. So, so far in 2019, 27,489 phones sold in Victoria, followed by New South Wales, 22,961, and Queensland sold 10,271. And that's just ebay.com.au. This is eBay in Australia alone. So we're seeing that phones, some phones, in fact, hold their value a lot better than others. In fact, 
there's a list on uh, that eBay have given us uh, which show the best second-hand returns on eBay are the iPhone X, the iPhone 8 Plus, iPhone X is otherwise known as the iPhone 10, however you want to pronounce that, iPhone 8 Plus, also big money for that, Samsung Galaxy Note 9, so last year's Note, and the Samsung Galaxy S10 released earlier this year. Not sure many people are going to sell that after only having it for six months, but some people do. Uh, eBay on the iPhone 10 up to 800 bucks you can get for that, and that's a two-year-old phone, don't forget. iPhone 8 Plus up to $602 on eBay. Samsung Galaxy S10, which was only released earlier this year, $665. That's the S10. That's not the S10 Plus, by the way. Uh, the Note 9, still worth more than $500 if you sold it on eBay. So great news if you want want to offset the cost of your new device, sell the old one. And if, if you've had it on a plan for two years, you now own that phone. So it's yours to sell. So some, some tips and tricks here. Prepare your devices. Uh, make sure that they've been wiped and backed up and look look good, call clean. Uh, if you've looked after your phone, if you've had it in a case, then it's going to be even more appealing to customers because uh, no one wants to buy a scratched-up phone. Uh, do your research as well. Find out your phone's storage capacity, the camera specs. Get all that information together. Uh, so have that in your description. And also make it stand out. Take some really nice photos, preferably against a white background with some good lighting. So photos are what helps sell products on eBay. So if your phone looks nice, good lighting, you may stand out from the crowd and sell it even faster. So really easy there to, if you do have your old smartphones and you want to make a little bit of cash, either fund your next phone or fund a holiday, fund whatever you want. We could potentially be sitting on a gold mine here. So rather than you uh, just letting them sit there, Get them on eBay. There's even a, a a new tool, an online tool. So you enter the details about your device, so things like you know, the brand, the model, capacity, how, how old it is, whatever. And by entering the model, you, you do know how old it is there. It will give you an estimate to what your phone is worth. So really good guide to help move your device, get you that, that better, better than trade in price on eBay. If you want to see those tips... And check out all that information. You know where to head to, techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They are Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, you upgrade your smartphone and TV and your laptop, but when was the last time you upgraded your home Wi-Fi? Well, it's probably been a while. Well, the future of Wi-Fi is right here. It's time to welcome Wi-Fi 6. If you want to watch your shows on services like Netflix or Stan, you need the newest line of high-performance routers from Netgear. It's like giving your streaming the VIP treatment. The Netgear Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 routers give you ultra-fast speeds and wider coverage throughout your home. You get four times the capacity compared to today's Wi-Fi, which means you can connect more devices and stream simultaneously without impacting Wi-Fi speed and reliability. The devices of today and tomorrow demand more, So what you need is high-performance Wi-Fi that can keep up with you and your entire family. It's the biggest revolution in Wi-Fi ever, and you can be one of the first to have the next generation of Wi-Fi 6 technology with a Netgear Nighthawk router. 
Turn your Wi-Fi up to six with a Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. Go check it out today at netgear.com slash Wi-Fi 6. That's netgear.com slash Wi-Fi and the number six. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is uh, brought to you by Belkin. They're the company who, if you want to get some cables or some charging solutions, some, some stands... All those solutions, head over to belkin.com forward slash au. Today, we're going to give you some tips in the Tech Guide Help Desk about the dash cam. Now, dash cams are becoming a very, very popular device among drivers. Uh, there are many benefits for having a dash cam. Uh, and Uniden have provided some tips on how to make the best, the, get the most out of your dash cam, what you need to do, all these tips that get you the most out of your device. So starting off with, you can capture in 4K. Now, we've spoken about 4K many times on the show. Having that added resolution on a dash cam really can be beneficial. It can help you identify details like the car make, model, and color, as well as the number plate. You can even identify people a lot easier if you have that added resolution at your disposal. And Uniden have their iGo Cam 85R that offers 4K recording as well. The other thing you need to do is to download and back up your footage after an incident. Now, what traditionally happens with a dash cam is it's constantly recording. It's recording in the loop. There's a there's a, a memory card on board, I think a micro SD card on board, and it's recording. If it, if nothing happens, it'll just keep recording over and over again. But with the dash cams, and if it detects sudden movement or or motion or the the motion sensors, uh, if it detects any incident, then what happens at that moment? The video that's being captured is then placed into an additional library. It's give it. It's filed away so that you can access that and not not let it be recorded over again. But it's very important, if there is an incident, check your footage, back it up. Now, with the Uniden cameras, it allows you, they've all got Wi-Fi on board, and it allows you to share the footage directly off the camera to your phone. So rather than you having to get the memory card out, go to a computer, download the footage, you can actually upload it to your phone on the spot while while you're in the car. So it's a really easy way then to help you download that footage through to your phone and also back it up as well. Uh, you can also protect the footage that's been there. So uh, if your dash cam has captured that important footage, you can protect it. There is lock protection on selected files, so you can identify that through the dash cam's companion app or via a physical control on the device that allows you then to to ha- have that protection. Now, in terms of positioning the dash cam correctly, this is really important. So you need to place it centrally on your windscreen, obviously near, near your rear view mirror. If you can put it just beside the rear view mirror, that way it's not only positioned correctly, so you can see both sides of the road and get a wide angle. Traditionally, Dash cams have quite a wide angle to capture stuff, uh, but it's also out of the driver's way, so it's not going to be in your eye line. So it's going to be kind of off to the side, in front or near the windscreen, the rear view mirror, so that uh, you can have an unimpeded view of the road ahead of you. That's important. You've got to stay safe right there. The other thing you can do too is the dash cam is uh, some models of the da- of dash cams can be used when you even when you're not driving. So they do have parking mode. 
So it's very important for parking mode to keep your dash cam either charged with the internal battery or connected to some kind of power source in your car. So when it's connected to your car through the 12-volt power, you can enable the dash cam to record any incidents while your car is parked. So the motion sensors would detect, for example, if a car, say, hit you in a car park. So imagine you're in a car park, a, a car's reversed out of a spot, backed into you and driven off. With, the, with a dash cam that has parking mode, you could review that footage and actually, and if especially if it's in 4K, capture not only make model, but also the license plate of the car so you can report it to police or your insurance company. That's a very important point. The whole reason for having a dash cam is it's our eyes and ears on the road. So whatever, it's our side of the story, on video, so if you were to make an insurance claim or go to go to police, you have this evidence. Often on the road, it's a case of one person's word against the other. Having dash cam footage doesn't necessarily make you right about what happened, but at least you've got proof of what happened from your side of the story. So really powerful if you are in the right, you can demonstrate that with dash cam footage, which also stores things like GPS information, uh, the time and location, so things like the time, the speed you were traveling, all that metadata is captured with the dash cam as well. Uh, a dash cam, an essential addition to any car I, I would would recommend to you, uh, especially we're now coming into the summer months, we may be heading off on road trips, uh, driving for holidays, things like that, having a dash cam, and they're, they're as cheap as $99, you can get a decent Decent dash cam for uh, not a lot of money. The, obviously, the higher the price you pay, the things like having 4K, a second rear camera, they are the other additional features that you can include on your dash cam. So it depends on how much money you want to spend, what sort of uh, what sort of budget you have. But I think just in terms of safety and having our side of the story covered, very useful. They also have screens on board so that you can see things like the local speed limit. Some of them even give you school zone warnings and red light and speed camera warnings as well. So not only that they can keep an eye on you on the road, but also save you money as well by telling you if you're coming up to a speed camera or a red light camera or if you're about to enter a school zone. Dash cams, we've written about plenty of them. You can check all of those reviews out at techguide.com.au. And that is the full-time siren on our show. Everything we've talked about, of course, you can find at techguide.com.au. If you want to get in touch with us, hit us up at info at techguide.com.au or... If you're feeling really bold, hit the record button in the middle of the Tech Guide site and record your voice bite. So record your question, talk to me, ask me the question in your own voice, I'll play the question on Tech Guide. It's 15 second recording time and I'll answer it on the show as well. A special thanks too to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.